0: He opens his eyes after they ripped the, the hefty bag off his head, and he's like, oh, I'm so happy to be back with his blue, wolfy eyes. I think the analogy of putting his head in a garbage bag is perfect for his quality of football. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Dirty Tackle podcast and Mino Raiola support group, fan club slash support group. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howler Magazine's WhatAHowler.com. And I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Ryan Bailey and the shadowy figure known as Theo Messi. Ryan, let's start with you. How are you? What are you wearing? What's going on?
2: Yo, what's happening, dudes? I'm the guy with the rep for being rude. How's it going,
1: ladies and gents? I'm good, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> Is you a rude boy?
1: Yeah. What was that? That was the no. Bartman. You never heard the Bartman. But you I guess you're a rude boy. boy. I have, but Come on. not in the last 25 years.
2: <laughs> I'm showing my age here anyway. Uh, today I am wearing uh, my gym kit because I just got back from the gym. I've been playing racquetball because I am a 1980s yuppie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you pull out your big fat cell phone and... Make some calls in the car?
2: Yeah. I've got my hair slicked back like D Trump Jr. I'm, yeah, got my braces on. It's all good. It's all good. Awesome.
1: Theo, how about you? What are you wearing? What's going on? I'm feeling pretty shadowy, as
0: as you already mentioned, for sure.
1: Shadowy? Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm not even really here.
1: Living in those shadows. Barely see you. Like Neymar, living in the shadows of Leo Messi.
0: Not for long, apparently. Allegedly, <laughs> I am wearing some Adidas goalkeeper pants, um, Ooh, Adidas. random, random find that I, that I found <laughs> in my closet, Adidas. Yeah. Uh, I'm in favor of, of goalie pants. I feel like not enough goalkeepers wear pants these days. Um, I'm kind of in favor of all goalkeeper accoutrement, uh, baseball caps, you like helmets, Peter check, Peter check, keep wearing that helmet. Cause I read somewhere. If you get hit in the head again, you'll die. So, so please don't take <laughs> oh. that off. Yeah. Um, we want to keep it Yeah, around. Any, a, any excess swag that a goalie could throw into the mix, I'm, I'm here for. So. Sunglasses? Shout out to the goalies. Knuckle yeah? dusters? Yeah. Sunglasses if it's allowed. Yeah. Knuckle dusters? <laughs> Anything. Anything to take the traditional millennium goalie outfit and make it a little spicier, I'm here for.
1: Nice. Okay. Hey, Brooks, like even though I could see what you're wearing, what are you wearing? I am wearing a t-shirt inspired by the U.S. 1994 World Cup denim kit made by our good pals at Bumpy Pitch. This is one of my favorite t-shirts. It's super soft. It's wonderful. I love it. Is it made of denim? It's not. It's just. It's a blue t-shirt, but it's made to look like that denim kit that they wore.
0: A denim t-shirt would be something else. That would
1: be. I'm not quite at that level yet, but I hope to reach that point someday.
0: I'd love to see Nike write the press release on the actual denim kit and spin how that you know, <laughs> yeah. makes you sweat less and it's made out of plastic water bottles. That would be really interesting.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys have actually like, held one of the denim kits before, but they're so thick, it's basically like wrapping yourselves in blankets wearing one of those things.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they that really helped in that Los Angeles heat of 1994. Precisely.
2: Bruce
0: Springsteen approved
1: all right so with that out of the way let's get to our dirty tackles of the week who deserved a crunching tackle this week guys ryan start with you i'm gonna go for sunderland's
2: darren gibson because sunderland's darren gibson is on record saying sunderland are fucking shit
1: (laughs) what is wrong with that (laughs) what is wrong with that the truth it's He's like just when, the truth. you
2: know. It's like when someone else criticizes your mum. It's like I can criticize it, but you can't. You can't say it about ah. your own team, right?
1: Well, yeah, but he plays for Sunderland. He plays for,
2: exactly. He, he, but, well, okay, that was a, that was a poor. <laughs> <before then. laughs> anyway, after, tripped up. after Sunderland's game against Celtic on Saturday. Uh, they were beaten five nil by a Scottish team. Good lord, things got oh. bad in Sunderland. Um, he was caught on camera, uh, like in a in a pub, I think it was, and you can see the video, it's online, but he's he's having a chat with some fans and he says, we're fucking shit. Of course I'm bothered by it. I don't want to be shit. There are too many people <laughs> at the club who don't give a fuck. And he won't name the players, but like when the, when the fans around him start going, is it Lamina Kone? He goes, yep, there's one. Is it Jermaine Lenz? He goes, yep, that's another one. Is it Wabi Kazri? Yeah, yeah, he's one too. So basically he's absolutely hanging out his own team to dry here. And... I mean, I appreciate your honesty here, but I'm dirty tackling him because he's drunk in a pub and he's criticizing other people for not putting in effort. He's drunk in a pub. The season starts in like a week. Oh, it's still preseason. It doesn't matter. He should be, he should be tuning himself up, not getting hammered nah. with fans. And I mean, footage. if, if no, no, you no. played clearly
1: for he, Sunderland. Clearly he
0: worked very hard during the day and now he's like taking the load off. He's earned this
1: respite and he's going to use it to spout off a bit. Response. Yeah, if you played for Sunderland, you nah, just lost 5-0. I think it was the Celtic that they lost, they lost to? Yeah, yeah. So right, you lose 5-0 yeah. to Brendan Rodgers, you're going to need a few drinks too.
2: Yeah, I can appreciate that. But as a, as a professional criticizing his fellow professionals to do something incredibly unprofessional is not great.
1: Well, okay, so here's my favorite part of that story. So after he says this, Sunderland announced they're going to investigate the situation and they issue a press release. And in the press release, they misspelled his name. Mm. They essentially proved his point how shit they are. They can't even spell their own players' names correctly in official press releases. Well, well also, they also misspelt their own club's name. I don't (laughs) know if you noticed, they called
2: themselves Sunderland FC. They're not. They're Sunderland AFC. See, so So all criticism is warranted.
1: Everything he said is well-founded. No dirty tackle for him. Dirty tackle for Sunderland. Sunderland is shit at everything. They can't even write a PR message. They really are. I'm assuming David Moyes is now in their PR department.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll be Spanish. It'll be written in Spanish if he
1: was. So no, I don't think he is. True. <laughs> All right, Theo, you're up.
0: So I'm gonna do a hard, dirty tackle on a very popular target—one Manchester United football club. Ooh, they're assholes, guys.
2: He's huh? <laughs> getting right to So do basically, this
0: time? there's a few things that are going on. One, Ryan, you know I I love a good kit, huh?
2: Yeah, yep, yep.
0: So Manchester United have been awful to their own kits. For one, (laughs) their front of shirt sponsor is like the golden Chevrolet chain, like golden, big on the front of their jersey, totally ruins any other color composition around the shirt, (laughs) ruins an otherwise decent top and makes it shit. Now they're looking to make...
2: Can I I jump in there as well, Theo? Chevrolet in in England, in UK and Europe, aren't like they are here either. They don't sell like Camaros and cool cars. They are rebadged Kias in in, uh, oh. in the UK, so well, they're terrible cars as well. Their kit
0: kind of looks like a rebadged <laughs> Kia, so it makes sense. Yeah. And then now on the sleeve, apparently, and this is from sources at Footy Headlines, so you know it's pretty oh, much legit, true. very legit. Uh, Manchester United is looking to top uh, their crosstown neighbors, Manchester City's ten million next entire sleeve shirt sponsorship with their own twelve million per year sponsorship with Tinder, the dating application.
1: What? Hmm. How does Tinder have that kind of money?
0: That's a good question. Probably from a lot of desperate people that pay the money service to hook up with people across the across the world. I don't know anything about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Well, this is dangerous for uh, for the players because it means that lots of other opposing players are going to want to take a swipe at hey. them oh. this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. really, oh, yeah. yeah. right. here all week, try the veal. But really, it's a
0: dirty tackle for Manchester United because as a club that once had such a prolific brand. They seem to really not care about their commercial engagements. They're watering down their strip, unless their image. I don't care, because fuck Manchester United. Well, that's the problem. They they
1: do care about their commercial engagements, because they have a million of them. They have like an official noodle sponsor.
0: It seems like the kind of commercial engagements they like are the next one, and the one that pays the most money.
1: Exactly. Are you saying a club with an official diesel
2: engine sponsor is not discerning (laughs) with its sponsors, it's next?
0: Well, that depends.
1: Which diesel engine is it?
0: I'm just saying, if you're going to put it on the front of the shirt and it's, a, and it, and it's an awful grill medallion style, it's,
1: it's, <laughs> it doesn't fly
0: for me. I'm taking it out.
2: You need to team up your official diesel engine with some nice Nexen tires. And you've got the Manchester sort of sleeve uh, uh, combination there. By the way, uh, I went to um, see Man City play Tottenham in Nashville last week. And Nexen tires had like a display outside. And they had two of the most attractive women I've ever seen in my life. It was incredible. Excellent story. That's, that's true story.
1: A wonderful anecdote, Ryan.
2: I've got that story. Doesn't go anywhere else. I just need uh, to share what, it. What, with a, what a story!
0: Why didn't you tell your wife?
2: <laughs> I did. Already. I, t- I texted her while I was oh, there. Okay.
1: Well, Ryan and his wife are using uh, Tinder. <laughs> My dirty tackle of the week is on the Emirates Cup. Now I know it's just a preseason tournament, no big deal. Who cares? But what they did in this season's edition of the Emirates Cup was an affront. To all that is good in the world, so I don't know if you saw, but Arsenal, of course, won it again. Woo! Silverware. They played two matches. It's, it's four teams four teams in the competition. Each one plays two matches two in a row. And um, Arsenal finished with one win and one loss, and they somehow got nine points out of that. Now they beat Sevilla, <laughs> who won both of their matches, including one That's against an Arsenal. They even beat eight Arsenal, <laughs> and they finished second also with nine points on two wins somehow, and uh, Arsenal win. They get the trophy because in this, in the Emirates Cup, you get three points for a win, one for a draw, and you also get a point for every goal scored. This is the most batshit insane scoring system I've ever heard in my life.
0: Do you get eight points if you're
1: Arsenal just right off the bat? That, that's what it, uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if you're Arsene Wenger, you get 12 million points. I like it. <laughs> Do you get points
2: for zip-up jackets and stuff?
1: Yeah, I think it is, yeah. The puffier your coat, the more points you get. This is an abomination. I do not like it. Everyone participating in this thing should be banned for life. This is awful.
2: Brooks, not to rain on your parade, but you do know the Emirates Cup has done this for like a decade, this rule.
1: Yes, but this is the first time when a team, well, I think, at least you know, to my knowledge, a team that has won both their matches lost to a team... That did not win both their matches. And a team that they even beat. It's insane. It's it's insane on every level. It's totally bananas. I actually went to the Emirates Cup
2: once. I think it was 2010. It was Milan, Celtic, and I think it was Leon, And it was garbage. Uh, Arsenal's star player that day was Marouane Shimak. So take from that what you will.
0: Also, you know it's a bad tournament if the Red Bulls have won it, and they have won That's it. That's
1: a good point. That's a very good point. Oh boy. The only good thing about this, this tournament this year was that Petr Cech was awarded the trophy on behalf of Arsenal, and he refused... And he didn't get hit in the head. He didn't get hit in the head, so it was a total success for him. And he refused to lift it up. So when he's handed the trophy, his teammates are all excited because, you know, they don't have much experience winning trophies except for the FA Cup. But he tells them, he waggles the finger, and he says, this is not the trophy we lift, guys. This is not the trophy we lift. Let's lift the big one at the end of the season, not this one. So good on you, Petter, check for having some standards. <laughs> I like that.
2: Did the camera cut to like the CEO of Emirates airline in the stands,
1: sort of a tear running down his face?
2: My poor trophy.
1: Yeah, he was there awarding check with the trophy, and he's just like doesn't know what to do. He's just smiling like, like like an idiot.
0: Fast forward to May when all of his teammates are like, "God damn it, Petter! Can't we just raise that one trophy?" That <laughs> exactly. Now we're left raising no (laughs) trophies, you ass.
1: Yeah, so in May when they were knocked out of the Europa (laughs) League and in fifth place, they're going to look back on this day and wish they celebrated more. All right, so we have one more Dirty Tackle this week from a listener. This comes from Shannon Thomas who tweeted us her Dirty Tackle of the week is against people who show up 20 minutes late for kickoff and spend 10 minutes blocking everyone's view looking for their seats. Now this is this is definitely worth a dirty tackle. This that's the worst.
0: Yeah, I'm on board with that. Shannon, did you perchance go to one of the ICC games because I feel like that problem is rampant in international friendlies in America.
2: Well, I I totally agree with Shannon here, but the issue I have is that the tweet says it was sent from Harrison, New Jersey, shortly after the Tottenham-Roma game, <laughs> which I was attending, which I turned up too late, and I took a little while to find where I was sitting. This fact, is why she tweeted. Seats.
1: It was you. So,
2: you uh... were the one
1: doing this, Ryan. This is...
2: <laughs> and I usually hate this kind of thing. I'm totally on board with it. I will dirty tackle myself. For well,
1: one. I'm glad you're getting retribution against yourself. That's, that's, that's good. Fair. <laughs> it's about time someone did it. Exactly. So, if you have a Dirty Tackle of the Week, email us at dirtytackle at gmail.com and we might include it in the next show. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. Capiche? I'm fucking fired up about it.
3: Guten Tag, Herren und Damen. This is Jürgen Klopp, manager of Liverpool Football Club. And I'm sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I have an important message for both Barcelona and PSG. Stay away from Coutinho, you will only be getting him over my cold, dead spectacles. What kind of club would pursue a player even after his club has made it clear they do not want to sell him? Achtung, baby! Certainly not one worthy of respect. So if you continue to pursue Coutinho, I will be forced to retaliate with a series of humorous comments that you'll be powerless to fight against. You will be more broken than Daniel Sturridge after 5 minutes of stretching. Consider this your final warning. Stay away from Coutinho, we do not want to sell him. Oh and Nappy I will never give up on you. Like Yogi Love pursuing a booger deep in his sinus. I will never give up on you, ah, 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 ah. Never gonna give you up, ah, ah, ah,
0: ah, ah. It's the life ref. He refs
3: your life. So you better watch He's out. gonna officiate your life.
1: life,
0: life, life. So you don't play by the rules, but you should.
1: It's time once again for the Life Ref. I said you better watch out, or I'm gonna put you on the VAR
0: machine and make a little TV box with my hands. And maybe go to the earpiece to see if we're gonna <laughs> review that play, you motherfucker.
2: Even when it's not
0: a clicker
1: chance.
0: And we're not gonna stop the game, we're gonna keep the play rolling, or at least that's what we say we
3: gonna a do. It's the Life Ref
1: VAR remix. I like it. All right, time once again for us to make some rulings on the questionable decisions in the world of football this week. So, so many, even the off-season. Oh, there's so many of them. Questionable left and right. It's all happening.
0: You can almost tell it's heating up, right? Like the season's about to come back with the amount of just insane shit in the news.
1: Yeah, we got a little simmer going. Yeah, it's happening. It's percolating. Uh, Ryan, what's our first life ref case?
2: Uh, I'm going to... Asked for a ruling on something the Football Association of England has done. The Football Association, whose track record includes uh, trying to launch a 39th game in the Premier League and allowing Wimbledon FC to move to Milton Keynes without opposition.
1: Your favorite Um, decision of all time.
2: Yes, indeed. So this latest one is um, (laughs) they've decided because they're going to start retroactively punishing diving from next season in the English leagues, Premier League included. A two-match ban is going to be handed out for Ooh. those found guilty of diving wow. in the retroactive sense. So what do we think of this? I personally am giving this a huge, huge, huge play on. I think this is great. I can't stand diving. When I first started getting into soccer in the 1990s, David Jinler was the person I hated the most in my life because he was a cheat and a diver, and I thought it ruined the game. And even though he was talented, he had to rely on diving so much. And sort of ever since him... The Premier League's exploded into a diver's paradise, and I think that could change now, and I'm happy
1: about that. Well, it's not just the Premier League, to be no. fair. A lot of leagues are diver's paradises now. But I actually say... i been spending most of my life living in a diver's <laughs> paradise. <laughs> I'm so happy you did, because I was going to if you did it. You could do the rap. Oh. Okay, Coolio. I actually say yellow card to this. What? Now, I... I want to see divers punished like everyone else, but I feel like this could be problematic. I think I could definitely see someone who didn't actually dive, but it might have looked like they did, punished for this. And a, and a too much ban is harsh. That's that's a Got lot. of damage. And you have to be really. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with throwing the innocent person in jail just to make sure you get the guilty ones. I, th- I think uh, I think that's that's dangerous
0: yeah this is a tough one guys Um, for one it seems like England's taking a bit of a cue from American soccer hey hey Uh, the disco and MLS the disciplinary committee retroactively banning people for the past few years now it's caused a ton of chatter so I look forward to the Premier League getting a bit of that this year guys this might sound crazy but I like diving not that I what not that I personally shut the front door stop not that I personally like to dive be it off a diving board or in a football match, me, myself. (laughs) But I like the flashpoints that a good dive in a football match can create. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be retroactively banned or anything else. In fact, I think this is a good thing, a massive play on, as Ryan said, to get these perpetrators. But I'm not going to hate on the diver in the moment for trying to make something happen for his team. I think it makes football interesting. It's what makes the game such a theatrical play. I like it. Play on to the divers and those persecuting the divees.
2: You don't mind cheating then. You think cheating's a good thing?
0: I just think it makes shit interesting.
2: <laughs> and See, no, no no no. Is... I got one more. I got one more. Alright.
0: And this disciplinary committee. Yeah. I might give them a yellow card actually, because I am of the impression that if you dive within the ninety minutes and you are not caught, you should get away with it. <laughs> 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 just like if you cheat on a test and the teacher don't catch you but there's a security camera in the test room and they find you two weeks later? Fuck that.
2: What get if you uh, What if you play in uh, in La Liga and you cheat on paying your taxes and you get found out later? Should you, should you not have to pay
0: them? <laughs> Zidane said that Cristiano seemed very relaxed after his court hearing and who
1: am I to question that? Play on. So you think diving is more on the referee to catch them than mm-hmm. the diver to not do it in the first place? One
0: hundred thousand percent.
1: All right. I kind of. I think, that it's
0: there, that gra- I think it's that gray area that makes football
2: interesting. Theo, you're the worst. You, Theo, you <laughs> probably like half and half scarves as well.
0: Um, No, I don't like scarves at all. I've never worn a scarf in my life. I actually have a $100 bet with one of my best friends that the first one of us to wear a scarf has to pay the other one $100, and I haven't lost yet.
1: Wow. Okay, I have a new mission in my life, to get Theo to wear a scarf. It's not happening. Wow, okay. You heard it here first. Any, any scarf companies out there want to... Do a little Patreon, hundred bucks. We'll uh, make Theo wear a scarf. He does look like he's got an astoundingly warm neck, to be fair. <laughs> and that turtleneck he's wearing, myself. He's help. talking facts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've also got a sweater under my T-shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so that's two yellow cards in a play on for the uh, for the the diving bands. I'm disgusted with both of you. Go on. <laughs> What's new? I just think it's dangerous. I think it's <laughs> dangerous. I think I well I think we will definitely see a guy. Did not actually dive, just fell over. Get banned for two matches this season, and it could be two important matches. It could be season-altering. Let's move on. Yeah, you, you don't care, Ryan. You don't. You don't think that's an issue. I'm done with you both. I'm done oh. with you both. Can
0: I pose a similar life ref thing? That's it's not on the dock. I don't want to take anybody by surprise. Right. The listeners won't be surprised because they don't see that shit. Um,
1: <laughs> what is? So it? I meant to
0: talk about this before, but f- so Phil Jones. And I think Daley Blind was the other guy. They were administered a doping test after the Europa League final, um, something that happens after every big European final. Two players are apparently selected at random to make sure, you know, they didn't cheat, da 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 These boys flipped out. Number one, they wanted to celebrate with their team. Number two, there was a big photo opportunity happening with a, a nice, like, Manchester unity symbol in the stadium. Um, so Phil Jones being like the really calm, collected, genius boy that he is, (laughs) lost his motherfucking shit on the doping agent, probably called him all the names A to Z, and has now received a two-match ban of his own, so he can't play in the UEFA Super Cup or the next match in a European competition. What do you guys think? Do you think this is a fair punishment for Phil? Do you think, given the circumstances, he should have been left off the hook? What do you think?
1: Ryan, you go.
2: Rio Ferdinand got... Ban for quite a long time for being naughty with doping tests at Man United, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he somehow forgot he had one and uh, paid the price for it.
2: Mm. But I like to see that you're okay with you know uh, uh, doping tests, Theo, because you know they're trying to catch you cheating after the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: totally. Fine. Yes, yeah. So, do you think if he dodged the doping test, he should get away with it?
2: No, if he doesn't get caught doping during the ninety minutes, then he should get away with it. That's what Theo. Okay. Says. Yeah. I just think so that
1: You want P-tests T- p test during the, during the match Yeah, yeah Like <laughs> in the 15th minute <laughs> Yeah No, I think just this pull is a, Pull a Jens Lehmann And get behind the advertising yeah, board Yeah, yeah uh, Just make sure someone's there to collect
0: it I think um, yeah. I mean this is a massive play on for me Like I see that the dopey agent Had to do his job You know He has to administer the test And I see why F- Phil Jones May have been a bit riled up And given him A bit of lip um, These things happen just play on except Phil yeah, don't play on because you, you've been banned but that's what I mean <laughs> yeah Phil can't yeah, play yeah, on play on in the <laughs> sense <laughs> in three that games just, time. just get on with your fucking life huh
1: oh okay moving on to more important footballers than Phil Jones at least in my opinion Freddie Adu American Pele he used to yep. date Jojo Freddie yep. Adu yep we haven't heard his name in a while but he's still out there trying to make a go of it the original Christian
0: Pulisic the original Jojo yeah
1: yeah, JoJo, Ryan. you got to get up on your music from One of the hottest oh, pop it?
0: stars that
2: get 15 back years ago.
1: I don't what? know how that Yeah, I don't know. What was that song? Get out, right now. It's the end of you and me.
3: It's
0: too late now. I can't wait for you to be gone. Is
2: know- that an Freddie. original that know. you
0: just, Ryan Bailey music slipped into the pop?
1: Yeah.
2: There's only so much thinking I'll give you in the
1: pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, Freddie Adu, he went out to Poland for a little trial. See if he could catch on out there. Or so he thought. Last we heard from him, he was with uh, the Tampa Bay Rowdies in the NASL, second division of the U.S., last season. He uh, had a trial with the Timbers in MLS before this season didn't catch on. So now he went out to Poland. And he was going to do a trial, but then the manager of this club, which is just some random Polish first division club, was like, nope, I'm not having Freddie Adu here. I So the, so the manager said to him, get out, leave, right now. Yeah, there you exactly. Go. Yes. Oh, so
2: good you, and I, and I knew, right I, knew song. Song. On, ben, I knew this. Play on, baby.
1: Play on. Yeah, well nice. So the manager says, quote, it's a joke. <laughs> he says, it's a joke. I read in the media about his trial. I asked the sporting director why. He didn't tell me anything. After all, he sent me a text message saying there will be a player on trial and that they all knew. The marketing knew, the staff at the club knew, everyone knew except for the coach. And then he says, and this is where it's a little below the belt. He says, whoever invited him, let them trial him. What is the point of having such a player? The CEO says that it's marketing. We may as well have some Polish football freestyler. That is a low blow. It's yeah, no, do. You I, do? It
0: actually it actually gets better. He says, in my opinion, the club is so ridiculous. What a great thing to say about the people that <laughs> write, write your paycheck. Instead of building a team in a sensible way, we are looking for old vacuum cleaners. <laughs> and and honestly, I do not know, but I hope to God that this guy saw the Freddie Dude Twitter vacuum cleaner ad that it ran had like be. a year ago. It, if he saw that be. and interjected that into his interview, he's a motherfucking
1: genius. It, uh, that had to be. But so after this, like, mega burn, this public mega burn, Freddie Dude gets on his Twitter and says, uh, yeah, this isn't going to happen. I'm not going to do this. So the, the life ref question here is should Freddie Adu keep making go of it? I mean, this is just, shame. this is embarrassing. This is, I feel bad for the guy. I'm going to start
0: because I'm an American and Ryan doesn't know anything about Freddie Adu. I say absolutely (laughs) he should play (laughs) on. If anything, I'm impressed with his stick that he's been through what seems like 27 trials in the last four years, hasn't caught on anywhere, and is still, still going. Not to mention that this manager also called him Frank Adu. Just showing no respect for the Freddy.
1: Well, to be fair, there is a guy named Frank Adu playing in the Polish league, so he might have gotten confused or he might have been talking about that guy as, you know, as well. So I, I don't That's know. That's when about he canceled that. the trial. That's a big mis- misunderstanding, anyway. It, it could be, yeah. He could be talking about Frank Adu. Maybe he wants Freddy, but he thinks Frank is crap. Um, but yeah, so not counting the trials, Freddy Adu has played for 13 clubs across eight different countries in 12 years. That's incredible. Has he, though? Has he played for them? Ryan, just, just talk, well, talk anything available.
0: about Freddie Do Just to hear your voice over some Freddie Do beats will make me
1: very happy right now.
2: Um, <laughs> I know that he is American and he went out with JoJo. That's about all I got.
1: <laughs> American Pele,
2: And he had the Hoover, the vacuum cleaner thing. That's all I got.
1: You just picked all that up in the
0: last two minutes. You didn't know anything prior to the segment. Yeah.
1: Right, correct. But, but Ryan, tell me this. So I heard that in England or in the UK, there's a... There's a kind of a cult following for Freddie because he was uh really good in football management. Yeah, that's right. The the shirt sponsor for your favorite club, AFC Wimbledon. Yeah. So were you familiar with him through that? Yeah, yeah, I
2: obviously I know who he is. i I was just being a bit facetious. Yeah. I know his story and that, but um yeah, he's I just feel sorry for the guy. Can't we just like leave him alone? <laughs> Dude, I don't think he
0: wants to be left alone. I think he's tweeting public statements about his his failed trial in Poland. Yeah. If anything, Ryan, I think yeah. you should hook up a trial for him at Wimbledon and maybe sort him out.
1: I don't know. Yeah, how about Freddie at Wimbledon, Ryan? Doesn't doesn't sound Make like it's quite up to the standard, to be honest. Does it not though? I don't really know. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> What's your ruling, Ryan? Give us a give us a ruling.
2: Uh, I, I'd like him to play on, but obviously uh, that's up to him. On.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I say play on as well. But just with a club that wants him. Let's find a, a good home for, for Freddie. I've got a rec league like, I play like, on on Monday, so he can come and join us. Yeah, there you go. Let's get some Sarah McLaughlin music, like those sad ASPCA puppy commercials. <laughs> like find a home for Freddie. Yeah. I mean if he if he could
0: join up with any U twenty World Cup team for the next cycle, I think he would just kill it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. All right, Freddie, we're looking out for you. We're gonna find you a new home. Shout out Freddie,
0: my favorite player of all time.
1: Theo, what is our last life ref case?
0: Jesus Navas, one of the objectively worst wingers in world football. Whoa. <laughs>
1: Honestly, worst wingers,
0: but dreamiest eyes. It, it, are they dreamier? or does he look like a rabid wolf that's going like, to kill you by accident? <laughs> I don't know. I, actually, I do know it. it. It's the latter. That's why I said it. Okay, so Jesus Navas finally got a reprieve from Manchester City. Um he was way over his head in the Premier League, couldn't hit a cross in any direction that he would ever choose. Um, all of his good crosses would come when his <laughs> eyes were closed and he just happened to find somebody's feet. It happened like once every <laughs> three weeks. Don't have to worry about it anymore. So he's moved back to Sevilla, where he came from. Um, and to announce this historic return, Sevilla launched a absolutely crazy YouTube video. Um <laughs> It's the norm in signings. I mean, the summer transfer window now is just like a big PR stunt. It's how can you yeah. make the craziest announcements for your signing, whatever. This so, has
1: been the summer of bizarre. Yeah, it's been new nuts. signing videos. Check out check yeah.
0: out the AS Roma feed if you haven't seen those ones. Check out a few others. The Chelsea one
1: for uh, yeah, that, is my favorite. That one's just
0: bad. Um, and so the the premise of the video is Jesus Navas walking down the street. A few really serious looking kidnappers put a plastic black garbage bag over his head (laughs) throw him in the trunk of a car kidnap him and bring him to the stadium where he returns he opens his eyes after they ripped the the hefty bag off his head and he's like oh I'm so happy to be back with his blue wolfy eyes but really you're like shouldn't you be concerned because you were just kidnapped and thrown in the back of a car anywho it's a weird video i think the analogy of putting his head in a garbage bag is perfect for his quality of football um what do you guys think
2: i just like the way that these videos have got to the stage where we can have them depict serious crimes like i want to see like next time i want to see like coutinho like um going to barcelona but they they murder him
0: Honestly, like that's the next <laughs> yeah. step. This video is very abrasive. Burger. I was taken aback by the cinematography in this video.
1: Yeah, so one of our favorite listeners, Lola, made some good points about this on Twitter. She goes, first of all, if they used a plastic bag on his head, like that's a suffocation hazard. Right? So if, <laughs> if, if we're if you put talking a facts, bag on he would have suffocated and, and the put him trunk, in a trunk. 100%. He's not coming out alive. That's that's no. done. Not only did he not transfer your club, he's dead. Exactly. So then he actually survives this, and they pull him out." And he's just like, oh, cool, I'm here. This is great. Like, there's no bewilderment. There's no, like, you know, just petrified panic. He's just like, oh, cool, I'm back at Sevilla. Great. They kidnapped me.
0: Bizarre. Yeah, I'm going to give a red card to the Sevilla marketing department because the video is honestly shocking. I thought it was a bit harsh.
1: Yeah, I agree. I also give it a red card because I think this could inspire some copycats, like some Sevilla fans who think this is how you get new signings. We could see a Sevilla fan like try and do this with Messi in real life, and it would not end well. Ryan, you got any disciplinary action for Sevilla?
2: Little slap on the wrist. Well, th- I think the punishment <laughs> enough is getting Jesus nervous, isn't it? Really? There you go. That's a that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> it's the punishment that
0: keeps on giving
1: every time you do an overlap on the right side. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and with that, I think that's a perfect end for Life Ref this week.
0: Be happy if you escape the life ref this week because he's coming back next week to ref your life. He haunts your dreams! (laughs) With his wolf eyes. He does have scary eyes, man.
1: Do you need a professional footballer kidnapped for a new signing video or other purposes? uh, uh, Footballer Kidnapping is Limited is here for you. We will kidnap any footballer anywhere in the world at any time and deliver him to the nondescript warehouse of your choice. He doesn't even have to know what's happening. In fact, we'd prefer if he didn't. Our prices are reasonable, and our methods are impeccable. Contact us on the deep web. We only accept payments in cash and Amazon gift cards. We are not responsible for any nipple-based electrocutions that may occur to a footballer while being handled by Footballer Kidnappings Limited. That's Footballer Kidnappings Limited. We don't kid about kidnappings. All
0: right, you lunatics. If you're listening to the show right now and you like what you hear, please consider going to patreon.com backslash dirty and contributing a bit of money to help us keep it going. We don't have Neymar's dad representing us, so every little bit helps, and we have some lovely rewards on offer for those who do contribute. At the $5 level, you can join the Extra Time Gang and get an exclusive, longer version of the show each and every week. At the $10 level, you can get a brand new DT t shirt, which are being made as we speak. You'll also get a shout out on the show at that level. And at the $200 million level, we'll join your Sunday League team and commit a red card offense against the opponent of your choice. Mm. That's patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Check it out and show us your support, please.
1: Isn't it Patreon? I think it's Patreon.
0: Patreon! <laughs> Adidas! I got my Patreons, my Adidas, and I'm <laughs> just, <laughs> just for, I'm just
2: ribbing. I'm just I'm just uh I'm just being a dick right now. Going for a Gina <laughs>
0: Ribena Squeezer.
2: What? what?
0: A Ribena. A Ribena Squeezer Geezer.
2: What's a Ribena Squeezer?
0: Isn't that like some energy drink that you have in. in <laughs>
2: the... Ribena is? Mm-hmm.
0: A Ribena Squeezer Geezer. Uh.
2: Less Theo British accent, please. <laughs>
0: Okay, transfer fans, it's your favorite time of the week. Get a face towel, run it under some cold water, slap your grandma in the backside
1: with it. <laughs> it's Transfer Mageddon time. Transfer Mageddon! I really can't wait till this is over!
3: Transfer Mageddon, this goes all the way to fucking end of August! Transfer
0: Tribal football is not fake news. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: Tribal football. <laughs> Transfer Mageddon!
0: Transfer Mageddon! Let us proceed. Transfer Mageddon. <laughs> if this was MLS we would call it targeted allocation money Mageddon. <laughs> uh. Okay, Goofballs, it's that time of the week. Transfer Mageddon. We got one that we speculated might happen. It's finally gone official. Uh Namunya going to Manchester United. From Chelsea uh I believe it was 40 million can somebody back me up on that
2: sounds about I right you're correct yeah.
0: 40 million for a player that Jose Mourinho once subbed on at halftime and took off 27 minutes later a player that Jose Mourinho once said needs too much time on the ball to make plays anyhow he's back at United under Jose Mourinho for 40 million uh I reckon he'd be a good shield for Pogba I think he's a good signing he's a good player what do you guys think
2: well, that's the idea, isn't it? He's going to give Pogba more freedom to do attacking things that he didn't really get the opportunity to do before. Like we hitting the post, know... hitting the post more. Exactly, <laughs> precisely. Yeah, or uh, teeing up Zlatan to miss more, but that won't happen again. <laughs> oh, um, but, don't um,
1: don't besmirch the good name of Zlatan on this podcast. That's <laughs> blasphemy.
2: Sorry, we can't we can't uh, besmirch a Mino affiliate on this podcast. That would be wrong.
1: Exactly. Uh,
2: but but the thing. W- with, with Matic is it just guarantees that United are going to be dead boring again this season. Yes, like Chelsea were really good when he came back and they won this and it was probably all down to him. But it just means that I think I saw the Guardian say when this deal went through, it ensures that uh, Man United are going to be putting on the handbrake in midfield at all times now. I like that description. That's Jose.
1: That's what he does best. Yeah. But I I saw a funny thing on, I think it was Twitter. Someone put together a chart that shows this same cycle that Mourinho goes through at every single club that he's with. So it starts with him, you know, he has a player that he inherits when he comes in, he badmouths that player, he either gets rid of that player or moves on himself, <laughs> then he brings that player back to play for him, and then he leaves the club. It's like this, this cycle that he does at every single club, because he has everywhere he's guys that follow him around that come back for more even after he badmouths them in he's, public he's like
0: the worst version of that dude you meet on tinder that just like hits you up all the time then ghosts you then you know you maybe sleep over wait i time. thought you had how no many, tinder how experience how many dudes you
1: meeting on tinder by the way
0: no i'm just saying like i'm the dude and that i've done that before
1: <laughs> i thought you said before you had no tinder experience you're we caught you in a lie theo
0: no I've and never you I've you never lied
1: literally brought it up on this show no 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 as well. Theo, yeah. Me- Theo Messi's like Abraham Lincoln hasn't told a lie in his goddamn life <laughs> we're gonna keep it that way moving on Ah. Uh, anyway I think it's a good move for United but
0: yeah I think it's I a good know. move too I also saw another thing on Twitter Twitter's a great thing huh Brooks
1: it's pretty good yeah I like it, it. yeah
0: I saw Mundial Man it, it might catch on one day it might <laughs> judging by the stock market maybe not but it might catch on it's one day it's no Tinder but it might catch on one day um I saw a good tweet from Mundial Mag where it was like Nemanja Matic hits the ball hard, more of that. And it was like a bunch of long range strikes he's hit. And on a basic level, I totally agree with that. More people hitting the ball hard, please.
1: Okay, that's a definitive statement. I like it. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> what's What's the last transfer?
2: I'll, I'll tee this one up, guys. Um I went to, uh, as I mentioned before, I went to Nashville earlier in the week. I saw Manchester City take on Tottenham Hotspur, and Man City in the second half brought on this player. And I thought, I recognize him, but where do I recognize that guy from? It's like that thing, (laughs) did did I see him in Walmart the other day? Where did I recognize him? And it suddenly clicked. It was Samir Nasri. Samir Nasri is still a thing. Did you know? It's amazing. He was playing for Man City at the weekend.
1: Wow. I haven't heard that name in ages, the guy who since lives he was, in was doing his vitamin IVs talking, yeah. in the hotel room. Are you
0: talking about Samir Nasri from the Drip Doctors Association? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, Drip Doctor, the very Drip same. Doctor client, Samir Nasri. Ah, I know yeah. that
0: guy.
2: <laughs> wow. wow, turns out the Drip Doctor affiliate is uh, is, in, is in transfer talk now because apparently, even though Manchester City are putting him in the shop window uh, and trying to put him in a blue shirt, they might want him to go to La France.
0: Yeah, I've seen I've seen reports out of that Man City camp in America that he's been causing all sorts of problems. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the Drip Doctor scandal, but there was also another video of him. Doing loads of drugs with his mates on like an Ibiza vacation. They just took a bunch of cell phones. <laughs> Wait, videos. is that true? Yeah, they're all, I didn't know that. they're all over the internet. It's it's pretty and funny. there was a
2: time when his, his girlfriend of many, many years uh, broke into his Instagram and started telling everyone yep. how he cheated on him. Yep, as yep. Well. That, yeah, that, that was, was good as doctor. well.
0: So That was the
1: drift doctor. So basically, <laughs> a guy. the guy,
0: a is, guy is super irritating, and it seems like he might be <laughs> off to the French Riviera to Nice to just do hood nice. rat shit with. His boy Mario Balotelli from their city days. Um, Oh, that's perfect. I, for one, really hope this transfer goes through. Uh, (laughs) Yes. It would be loads of entertainment for the podcast, for the website, Brooks, for Ryan, all the outlets you write for. If uh, Nazarene and Balotelli are together again, they're a super entertaining duo. Maybe not the most righteous of
1: folks, but lots of fireworks from those two.
2: Literally.
1: So since Balotelli went to Nice, it's been kind of quiet on his front. He's, he's been scoring goals, keeping his head down. I think infusing that Samir Nasri lighter fluid could set some bathrooms on fire. Is that the lighter he, fluid he's that the spark. he
0: is, or is that the lighter fluid in his hair?
1: He's, he's, he's the spark to uh, Balotelli's fireworks. I like it. I think that would when I, be great. When I
2: see some imagery in my head, he's still like got frosted tips. He's wearing like leather pants, like Ross from <laughs> Friends,
1: and he's sitting in a nightclub. That's all. That's how I see him. You, you just know that every time he walks in the door at Man City's training complex, Pep looks at him and just <laughs> dies a little bit inside. <laughs> Pep, I must think when he det- walks in the door, the the, him. the security's like,
2: "Who is this guy? Can I see your pass?" And it's a bit of kerfuffle as they try and figure out who he is.
1: Yeah, Pep must detest that man. Oh, he can't wait to get rid of him. <laughs> He's a regular Joe Hart. I mean, I could also see him <laughs> going to MLS though. No, he could be one of those guys who goes to MLS and just craps out.
0: It reminds me of a story I heard about Gail Clichy one time. Gail Clichy yeah? was, that? Gail was uh, presented an opportunity to move to MLS, not like right away, but you know, in the future, in one of his contracts. And he said, "Yeah, I'll do it if I'm a striker." <laughs> <laughs> Total disrespect for the league. Get out of here.
2: I interviewed Gail Clichy once. He was very boring.
0: And he thinks he can be a striker. Goals are exciting. No shot.
1: (laughs) 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 On the boringness of Gail Clichy, that's a wrap on regular time. Join us for extra time where we're going to be covering the Miami Classico, the MLS All-Star Game format, and Bobby Bradley... Joining LAFC. I love the ocean. Here is the funniest thing that's going to happen on Extra Time. Oh,
2: teaser alert. This guy's done this before. Play it.
0: And we went to like a Manchester United game, and there were a bunch of Aeon employees in the stands just rocking Aeon yeah. t shirts supporting <laughs> Manchester United. And we were like, hey, who's your favorite player? And they were like, uh, I don't know. Aeon CEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my boss, my line boss, Bob <laughs> yeah. Dickhead.
1: <laughs> Bob Dickhead. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed that wasn't your name, Theo. Nah. We, sh- we should have made your name Bob. Dickhead. Too late. Oh, damn. Hit up Patreon.com/DirtyTackle to become a member of the ET Gang and hear it all. Thanks to producer Bobo Martino, who was the one beneath our wings. I
0: love palm trees. On
1: social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Ryan, what's your Twitter handle?
2: it's at I am Jojo new album mad love out now <laughs> oh my I god I can't wait to hear it I don't know what I'm more
0: surprised about that that's your twitter handle or that Jojo actually has a new album coming out
1: I'm downloading it immediately Theo what is your twitter handle
0: at Theo messy DT get me above 200 followers that's the next step let's go
1: Woo. Yeah. Big two. Theo, Theo needs a boost like Samir Nasri Theo needs a little boost here well that kind of boost yep Call the drip doctor. Drip doctors. Yeah, call the drip doctors. All right. See you later. Bye. Have a good day.
2: Love you. Bye.
1: Laters on the menjay.